course, I'm your host, Rosario Danny, and I have an amazing co-host with me here today. She's going to be our opinion girl. She'll definitely be giving her opinions on the culture of sports, these athletes, and their lives, and what's really going on. She's got all the hot topics and the coolness of fusion sports. So welcome to the show, Keela. Thank you for having me. Of course. So first things first, we're going to get into the amazing hot topics. Last time we spoke, um, we talked about a lot about the NBA free agency, yes. who was still not signed. Uh, at that moment, Kawhi was still not signed to the Clippers. Um, so right now, what's really interesting is the remaining free agents in the NBA. Um, so just to name a few, we have Carmelo Anthony, Vince Carter. Vince Carter is still in the league. Yeah. <laughs> right. That's for, the, for everyone who's, who's still like, Vince Carter, yes, right. I'm like, Vince Carter. Yeah. Toronto Raptors. Dunkman of Dunkman, wow. Vince Carter is it's, still in the league. It ain't broke, you know. Don't right. Care, you know? <laughs> right. So also we have Iman Shumper, Trey Burke, um, Lance Stevenson, so many about so many really great players that have had a great run in their career and great shine in the NBA are still remaining free agents. Um, so yeah, we're gonna just hop right in. What are your um, thoughts about uh, Jr. Smith and him still being a free agent? I think he's such a great player that it's kind of weird to me that the whole list is honestly surprising mm -hmm. that these people are still free agents, and any team would be lucky to have J.R. Smith, Lance Stevenson. He's been phenomenal through his career, too, and I think that it's just, I think teams are like, maybe, I don't know what teams are thinking. Honestly, I have no clue why they're still free agents, why people don't think that they need to be on their team. Like, J.R. Smith was so prominent with the Cavaliers, and mm -hmm. I think he did an amazing job off the bench on, you know, for the whole team, so I don't, this list is, like, really shocking that there's so many big names are still just sitting right there. Mm -hmm. Yeah, um, but I feel like what's, what's important about, even though these are all notable players, one of the things that kind of struck me with them is that they're still, I feel like they're still trying to find their rhythm again. Yeah. So even though, like, for instance, Iman Shumpert, he has championships under his belt, I feel like he kind of has, he not, well, don't want to say he lost himself, but I feel like he needs to find his own brand, his own team, and create that confidence back from being under LeBron and Kyrie and things like yeah. that. I feel like these players are more than able to even go to a new team and really redirect their career because... Things are different now. We have a lot of dream teams right now. We've got Kawhi, we've Paul George, we have Anthony Davis with LeBron. So it's really about finding a team that works, that you can find that confidence within yourself to help mesh the team better. Yeah. So that's really interesting. One that I feel which is interesting is Carmelo Anthony. Carmelo Anthony is amazing. Even would call him legendary. He has no rings, and he's kind of getting to the end of his career. So... It's a lot going on for him. I know a lot of speculation about him and Lala Anthony not even being together anymore. Um, so I don't know if that has a lot to do with why he maybe hasn't signed with the team. He's still not sure on what's best for him. Yeah. So it's really interesting to know he's kind of going through a lot right now. Um, I really hope things work out for him. You know, with DeMarcus Cousins tying um, um, hurting um, carrying his ACL, yeah. he won't be able to play. Unfortunately, a lot of players have reached out to him mm -hmm. via social media to give their respects, which is always nice when you get injured like that. And you know, Demarcus Cousins, he is young and he still has a lot of years left in his career to play. And it sucks that 
you know, he just got to the Lakers and now he tore his ACL, so, mm-hmm. I mean. So many fans are saying that Carmelo could maybe take that spot for him. H- how would you feel about Carmelo with LeBron and maybe? I think for the Lakers overall, they have such big names that it's going to take them another year to all mesh together. So mm-hmm. if you thought the Lakers were going to get a championship this year, I don't believe that because you can't just keep putting big players with each other and, like, everybody wants a dream team right away, but you guys have to work at it. Mm-hmm. So they have to get to know each other for a full year, and then maybe the following year they will work out. But I think that's the main issue it would be nice if Carmelo went to the Lakers. I mean, it's always good to have, like, superpowers and super superstar, like, superpowers working mm-hmm. together. But um, <laughs> I think, like, I, the mesh of it, it takes – it's a team. You right. know what I mean? It's mm-hmm. not an individual player. And Carmelo's a great individual player. LeBron's a great individual player. But mm-hmm. have they ever played together, you know? So it's like they have to mesh. Mm-hmm. So – yeah, if Carmelo went and took DeMarcus Cousins' spot, that would be great. But if you're a Lakers fan and you think that your guys are getting a championship this year, I don't think so. I know. a year. I'm a Lakers fan. I just want playoffs, okay? I'm pretty sure I can speak on behalf of all the Lakers fans and right. say we just want to get to the playoffs. The bare minimum. Right. How do we have LeBron and not get to the playoffs? That probably was just a lot for him. Um, I feel just seeing the type of player and the person he is and making the playoffs every year, like, to not have that. So um, I'm really excited to see. I, I think it would be a great fit just to see. I feel like the Lakers give uh, – the Lakers organization in general give a great confidence to their players. So I'm excited to see what will happen. I mean, L.A., like, Lakers fans are, like, diehard. Like, they literally the whole city backs them if you're a Lakers fan. Mm-hmm. I'm from Sacramento, so I know we have tons of Lakers fans mm-hmm. up there, even though I'm a Kings fan. But, right. Um, <laughs> so, I mean, Lakers fans, you guys are hopeful every single year, but it just, it's a working effort. Like, Most you definitely. Just, it's a big names have to come together and they have to play together and they have to understand it's a team and that's how you win a championship with the team. Mm-hmm. So, Carmelo would be great to come to the Lakers. It's just going to take time, I think. And I don't think, like, a couple months is going to do it. Mm-hmm. So. Especially because he's not reined in already and already signed. Already, you know, he's still looking right. for that contract and that spot. So it will take time. But we're interested to see how this goes and what um, happens with the free agents. Um, now, let's get into a little bit more um, with, with a little bit more with uh, tennis. Serena Williams um, had to retire from the Rogers Cup with a back injury. And that was a very interesting thing to watch. She was so emotional. I was emotional watching it. I think anybody was emotional watching it. I mean, she gives her heart every time she's out there on the court, and you feel like you're playing with Serena. I mean, I do. At home, I'm like, yes, I'm yeah, okay, I just got that ace. But, and it's just to have to, like, stop because you're physically not able to continue and that's hurtful and it was nice to see her opponent went over and like hugged her and gave her because she looked up to her so much all Mm -hmm. these young girls this is who you want to be this is who you want to play and it was so nice that she went over there while Serena was crying I mean not that wasn't nice but I mean it was nice that she like comforted her and said oh my gosh you know I'm so sorry like whatever was said and she's such a great player and hopefully Mm -hmm. her back is better and she comes back even better. Right. Now, what I find interesting is, especially in these um, athletes' lives, and but so much is on them when the public eye is on them, and they are a world-renowned public figure. Um, 
what, like, when do we say, okay, it, this is the last, like, not the last job, but is it time for Serena to maybe be done? Is it maybe her time to hang up, <laughs> you know, hang, hang up her racket, <laughs> hang up her racket, and just continue to just be the Serena Williams. I mean, she's doing magazine covers, was doing things with Vogue. There's so many things that she has done, and I don't know if now is it her just still trying to redeem herself after motherhood? Is it time for her to just put up her bag? Like, I don't know. I think, like, she still loves it. Mm -hmm. When you enjoy and you love something, it's hard to put a time frame on that. Mm -hmm. Like we just said, Vince Carter, he clearly still loves basketball. He still clearly enjoys it. Mm -hmm. He gets paid for it. I mean, that's probably in there, too. But overall, Serena really enjoys play tennis. I'm thinking, like, it's her heart and soul, something she loves. It's her passion. Yeah, I think that maybe she should hang it up and be like Boy Mayweather and go out as the greatest. I don't know, but mm -hmm. she has a kid now. She's married. I think, but there's always that part of you when you stop doing something. Like, when I always think about this, when people retire from the job they've had for years, even though they could hate it every single day, just like my Uber driver, he now is a full-time Uber driver, but been retired for five years. Mm -hmm. It's like you still have an itch to do something, mm -hmm. and especially if it's your passion. Mm -hmm. So I think maybe that's what, like, plays with her, too. Like, oh, I could retire, but I still love this, mm -hmm. you know, so. I feel like there's so much in the works for Serena, and, um, you know, maybe take, maybe even just taking some time off to reevaluate herself, get out of the training, you know, it is definitely a different volume now because she does have a child, it's married, things do change. Um, not to say you can never stop what you're doing just because you have a child or are married, but it is important to reevaluate yourself because, you know, we, I just, it's just really disheartening, but it's also inspiring at the same time to see her be so emotional and to see how much she loves something and the passion she has as a woman. You see that, and it makes you realize, like, don't ever stop for what you're doing. But it's also a great view to look at. It's like, when is enough? When is it time? Even though sometimes athletes, they, um, they, they don't know how to live without their sport that's their life this has been their life for since they were born basically so it's really interesting to see a new complex and a new way of what to do now you know what I mean so um we send you all the love Serena and best of luck um in your future endeavors we, we really love you here at Fusion Sport and get better yes <laughs> I want to see you still Right. If you don't hang it up, I'm still a fan. Right, yeah. exactly. Um, so, now, let's go a little bit more into football. Football has officially started. Yay. We're in the NFL <laughs> season. Preseason. Okay, so you're a huge NFL fan. I am, like, the biggest football fan ever. I'm a Tampa Bay Buccaneers fan. Okay. Don't come for me. Right. I have hope every <laughs> year for my team. Um, but I'm a huge football fan. Mm -hmm. I love it. I love the game. I love... I wish it was longer, but it's okay. We have 16 games that is wonderful, and I'll take all of it, mm -hmm. and it's it's so fun. It's all right. Best time. Sunday fun day parties and football. Uh, hey, oh, hey, my hey. gosh, yeah. All right, so I want to talk about the amazing, talented, notable OBJ. Yes. How do you feel about his new start, new team, New energy, new haircut. What do we think is going on in the life of OBJ besides football? We already know what he's going to bring to football, but we want to know 
How is it different living in Chicago for him? Finally, we got rid of the dead blonde hair. Right? I, I don't think <laughs> that I'm blonde, but he needed to let that go. So finally, I think him being with the Browns is going to be great. Mm-hmm. I think it is a team like that needed a face. They needed somebody to really take them to the next level. When I think of the Browns, I think of, like, Charlie Brown. I don't know why, but I think <laughs> that's, like, what I think about with the Browns. Like, the oldest team like, in football, I yeah. think, I believe. Um, and they're just, like, nothing is cool. Like, it's brown and orange. Like, it's not inviting. And I think that he's just going to liven it up. Mm-hmm. I feel like he's going to bring the team, like, to the 20. 20- 2019. No, I so I think that. he's gonna okay, bring yeah. us in the century because they're still like to me they're back in they're the dated. day day. Yeah. yeah, they're dated. So I, I can see that it's gonna be good for them overall. Mm-hmm. I think it's a good fit. I think he can really you know go Browns. Mm-hmm. I'm hoping for them. Yeah, I'm excited to see. Like you said, he's gonna definitely bring a new energy. I really hope that he gets support he needs I'm sure he will but I really overall hope he gets that satisfaction and that love back and being on a new team and new energy I'm just curious to see if this is the team that will finally settle down yeah like I feel you know what I mean like he's he's getting to that that age and that point he's still young but he's at that point where it's like all right what's new for you what what else are you going to do besides be the character on the field? We want to see a little bit more of him. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? More of his talent to shine through than his actions. Like, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. He got the... Not got more the, of his character, yeah. but more of the actual person and the actual athlete. Yeah. It's not so much of a facade with the Browns. It's, you know, these players go hard. Like, they're yeah, just they true athletes. Mm-hmm. It's not a lot about the fame and success with yeah. them. It's more about the game. So... Yeah. All right. Now, we are also going to be talking about Jasmine Sanders. She was just um, ranked as Sports Illustrated Rookie of the Year, which is amazing. She is African-American and German. She has been in the modeling industry for a while, but she was ranked, um, sorry, not ranked, but she was um, titled this um, this. Um, this label for the year, which is amazing. She's beautiful. Absolutely beautiful. Very sweet girl. Um, I've met her. She's a really sweet girl, so congratulations. She's also dating someone in the NBA. He's cute. I just, like, literally went on his Instagram and was liking five pictures, and then I followed, but he's cute. I did not even know. For any of you guys who don't know, Kelly Oubre is with the Phoenix Suns. Um, he is fairly young. I think he's my age, 22, 23. Yeah. Um, he's really young. He's fun. He's got a cool style. Um, very energetic person. Very talented um, athlete. And it's really, really interesting to see them. You know what I mean? They were. Um, they kind of made it official publicly. Yeah. You've been seeing things on Instagram of her like posting under, like commenting under his pictures or him commenting his back. But now I think they made it official. They were in LA this past weekend um, holding hands. They went to dinner, I mm-hmm. think, or something. Yeah, I yeah. seen that too. And I was like, oh, there's no hope for me. But no. either way, either way, right. he's cute. Yes, she's cute. It's a cute couple. I'm all for it. Girl. Right. Get it. It's cool to see athletes when they make it public, especially with someone who also has their own. Yeah and following as well. So I'm interested to see um, how they'll be as a couple. Like one of my favorite couples right now have been is, um, Sterling Shepard and Chanel Iman. They are absolutely an amazing, yeah. wholesome couple. 
Um, they have a beautiful daughter. Um, they have a lot of collaborations together. They have, like, they did a collab with Levi's, which is amazing. Um, so I love the, the fashion and sports, how those kind of collide together. Yeah. So it's always, it's always good. You have, like, Tiana Taylor mm-hmm. and her man, mm-hmm. and they just are ideal. So right. it's cute. Like, Jasmine has her own career, and he has his own career, so it's nice to mm-hmm. see that come together. And Super cute. <laughs> now we want to talk about uh, Crystal Kid. Uh, when we get back, we'll be talking a little bit more into the hot topics. There's so much we have to get into um, with this the upcoming season and all the craziness that is going on in the sports world. So make sure to be right back. Just one second. This is this is new to the NBA. This is 
another amazing thing that's going to be happening. Door that opened, and now all of us ladies are going through it. Right. Right. So if you want to hire me, like, go ahead, you know. <laughs> all right. So now to talk more about the ladies in the game, these are lady athletes. We need to kind of get into a more serious discussion about the WNBA and many consecutive WNBA domestic abuse cases that have um, been in the media. So right now we're um, what needs to what we want to address because things are still um, things have not been settled things are still um, being figured out or in under investigation so we really don't want to speak on anything until things have finally been confirmed but one thing that I know for sure is that the WNB has no domestic abuse policy right now. It's a topic that I think no one kind of really knew about mm-hmm. and now it's kind of getting some light mm-hmm. and anything when it involves domestic violence even if it's the same sex nobody should put your hands on anybody else mm-hmm. does not matter who it is if it's the same sex if it's not the same sex like nobody should put your hands on each other mm-hmm. and that this is a on it's been a problem mm-hmm. and now that it's finally getting a little bit in the media and Mm -hmm. people are starting to like they need to have a policy Mm -hmm. because in the NBA they have such strict policy about domestic violence what they do not just in the NBA but that's in any professional sports organization um you're out of here if you know if if you if you are um, abusive or if there has been any type of case or any actions that have not been respectful so why I think that this only not shines a light on how the importance of not of domestic abuse within the NBA, WNBA, but also shows how the WNBA does not have all of its backing that it needs when it comes to the entire uh, league and what things need to change, you know? And that's where you kind of see, because like you said, any other sport has a code of conduct off the, off the field or off the court. Mm-hmm. And the WNBA, I know it's like, Sometimes people forget we even have a WNBA, but they need to be treated the same. Mm-hmm. And they need to have a code of conduct mm-hmm. when they're off the court as mm-hmm. well as any other sport. So it's a big issue because, like, basically you're saying the WNBA has free range to do whatever they want. Like, they could, and that's not fair. And it's not fair to the players. It's not fair to the fans. It's not, just It just needs to change. It needs to have a policy, I think, um, Whatever the outcome is for this, everything needs to be drafted up. It needs to be in contracts moving forward. Mm-hmm. So I think it's a big issue that people need to take more seriously. Because mm-hmm. domestic violence isn't something that you play with. It's not something that should be overlooked. It, it doesn't matter if it's two women or two, you know what I mean? That doesn't make it okay mm-hmm. at all. Right, most definitely. So we will definitely be giving you guys more info on these topics once we have more information. Um, we just wanted to spread awareness about it and understand what is really going on and how we as women need to take initiative and make these changes because there are still a lot of young girls and young boys who watch WNBA and should be, they look up to these players, yeah. you know what I'm saying? These women are talented. They're, they're, how they have gotten there doesn't be the same about the WNBA players, you know what I mean? They both got there the same way, hard work. So we want to most definitely make sure we're having a positive light um, shed on this organization. Um, We'll be right back after this.
ask you guys, um, one thing we're so big on here at Fusion is philanthropy and giving back and the importance of giving back when you are an athlete and your impact and your platform that you carry when you are at the top of your game. So we want to talk about something that is important. Not He's not an athlete, but he's doing something amazing for future rising stars, um, which is Meek Mill. He just renovated um, and reopened a few courts in his hometown in North Philly and is sponsored by Puma. So we just want to give you a, an applause for that Meek Mill. That is huge. You never know how something that little can help so many young players, um, can help them stay off the streets. You know, it can just help them to clear their mind to have a positive um, outlet. So I'm super happy to hear this. I think know? Puma is doing a really good job with their campa campaigning right now, and they are really going after um, people who are doing stuff in the community. Mm -hmm. And recently they had Nipsey Hussle, and now they have Meek Mill. So mm -hmm. they're just really, like, their campaign is, like, focused for the people to mm -hmm. give back people in the community. And it's a good it's a good environment. It's, mm -hmm. it's getting people noticed. It's, it's good all the way. Most around. definitely, yeah. yeah. So the dream, I, they're entitling it the dream, dream Chasers, which I love. So it's like, go out and get, follow your dreams. Um, so I'm excited about that. So, you know, Puma, Jay-Z is the president of Puma. Mm -hmm. He brought on DeAndre Aiden, you know, from the Phoenix Suns. So he um, is in charge of all of Puma's operations, what's being upheld, what is going through, what is being allowed to be a part of the Puma brand. But something really interesting and really huge that we wanted to wait to tell you guys is rumors have been saying that Jay-Z, are you guys ready for this? Jay-Z is going to be potentially, potentially an owner of an NFL team. This is big. This is big. Mm-hmm. Yep. That's, this, that's this what is, they're saying. Again, another game changer. Another thing marking in the history books of him going to be the first one of the first to own an NFL team. He makes a lot of a lot of moves that nobody sees and nobody really hears about till like it happens. So this probably has been in the works for a long time in the back end of it, and now it's just being like kind of brought to light. But I mean, there's controversy surrounding it, and. With anything that you do, there's going to be controversy, but I think this is, because people feel so strongly about the NFL and what's going on with, like, Colin Kaepernick, and so, yeah, that's where everybody is kind of, like, 50-50 right now with it. Yeah, so that is something that we, we've got to dig real deep into, because this isn't anything light. This is some, some huge things that are going to be changing within our culture, within the media, within our dynamic of sports. Um, so we're definitely be getting right back into that. Um, stay tuned, you guys. We'll be back after this break. This is Fusion Sports. Hello. Um, if you're just now tuning in, I'm Azaria Manning, and I'm the host of Fusion Sports. And I have my amazing co-host, Tila. Hi. And... <laughs> Right now, we're going to be getting into the lifestyles of the amazing ballers of NFL, MLB, WNBA. But right now, the most baller and that baller thing that's going on, that's kind of what we're going to call this segment to talk about. Um, Anthony Davis has a Bel Air, Bel Air mansion 
that he's paying fifty thousand dollars a month for. This isn't like too shocking for me because mm -hmm. a lot of people in the industry, music industry, or in the sports world, they do when they go to LA, they rent these big houses and they're expensive, like fifty thousand dollars a month for rent. I'm there's no way that I could even <laughs> right. dream to pay. But you know, this is what they want to do. They want to. When you're in LA, you gotta you've got to be in LA, you got to be in the hills, so, you know, so I feel like for him, if he's not sure about buying a house there, you know, at least fake it till you make it, so. Mm -hmm. For me, if it, I find interesting, just kind of a little, like, in peak, at work. when you look at the players, how they live, it kind of sometimes tell you how they're going to be on the court, if that makes sense, because it's like, you signed a five-year deal with the Lakers and you're renting a house, so you're going to plan on staying there Ooh. five years or the signed amount that you have to stay there. Who knows what will happen to exchange in the NBA. But, I mean, if you, I'm thinking if you're signing that five-year deal, you're going to be there five years. Why are you going to why aren't you right, buying right. a house? Is this just something temporary, temporarily, you know, until you, he really gets settled in L.A.? Well, that's a lot of money. I know it he can afford it. It is a lot of money. I think that he should have went in the Airbnb for about a month and found <laughs> a realtor and found a house. Right. That's what I. That's what I think you should have done or still do. Right. But um, yeah, fifty grand a month on renting a house is insane. And maybe, maybe he just it hasn't settled in that he's in LA. Mm -hmm. He has five years with the team, so. Every move is, I mean, nobody likes moving. I don't like moving. Nobody likes moving. So, you know, maybe it's just like he's just settling in, trying mm -hmm. to figure out, like, right. if he wants to live in the hills, maybe he's going to want to live in Long Beach. Maybe he's going to want to live in the valley. Mm -hmm. He doesn't know yet. You know, everybody visits L.A., but you don't know where you want to live in L.A. I know you're from L.A. Right. So you, like, this would be easy. Like, off top, I'm right. going to buy a house over here. But, you know, for him, he's like need to fill it out still so. right yeah most definitely that's a lot of money i mean if you got it why not <laughs> so i'm no no not no i mean he signed a hundred <laughs> approximately 128 million dollar deal with the lakers so i mean fifty thousand dollars is really not nothing it's nothing no yeah right you know what i get saying? but that's, at the same time money's money and i feel like like i said he could have just kept it chill i mean who are you $50,000 mansion, like, who are you trying to impress? Who's living with you? Like, does he got his whole family, cousins, got, I know he's got a daughter, he has a girl, so, I mean, that's three people. maybe family, <laughs> I, you never know, you know what I'm saying? Maybe he wanted somewhere nice for his mom to come visit, I feel him, I mean, right. it know, might be just yeah. a summer thing, I swear, the athletes love to ball out in the summer, yeah. you know, like the beach mill song, 100 Summers, they want to, he wants to ball for 100 Summers, right. so maybe that's what he's doing <laughs> this summer, it's just, you know, enjoying his money, enjoying his time, spending money. Not Why mad, not? not mad at it. Do you, boo boo? Right. <laughs> right. So now we want to get. You are watching Fusion Sports. I'm your host, Azari Manning, with my amazing co host, Tila. And we are going to be getting into one of our most favorite topics ever to talk about fashion and with the amazing ballers and what they bring to the table when it comes to fashion, their public image, what they wear, who they're collabing with. So let's get into it. Right. First things first we need to talk about is the Jordan brand and its elevation with signing a few new names, names like Zion Williamson, Jason Tatum. Um, they're going to be the new faces um, alongside a lot of other um, athletes in different um, markets that are going to be the face of Jordan brand, right? 
And I think Jordan's doing a great job because they go after what's hot and what's new, and Zion is really what everybody's looking at. So mm-hmm. that was a smart move for Jordan. And then they have the WNBA player, mm-hmm. too. So they're bringing a woman on board, and it's just, like, going to be good for the brand. Yes. Like, they always are, like... Everybody knows Jordan. Everybody loves Jordan. Yes. Everybody has Jordans. I'm pretty sure. So right. it's a brand that is going to be in the culture for years to come, mm-hmm. and they always try to keep it progressing and keep it fresh in people's minds. Yeah, um, I'm excited to see you know a few other people um, that are also going to be collaborating with Jordan is Sierra. She not only is going to have a deal with. Mm-hmm. Jordan Brand, she's also going to have a deal with Nike, and she will be the creative director of the kids' fashion line, which I think is super cute. She's got two of her own children, you I know. Think she's going to do a good job. She's yeah. A, you know, she's a mom first, and, you know, she finally got a girl, so I think she's going to do a really good job to mm-hmm. make the Jordan kids, like, really fun mm-hmm. and maybe, like, a different, like, colorways, and I think it's going to be more, like, maybe girly, a little bit more girlier. You know, I think she's going to do a really good job. She's going to put the little feminine touch on it. Right. You know, like, ever since, I mean, for the past, ooh, I will say Sierra's fashion game, in my opinion, has been killer for for some years now. She has completely changed her image from just the Sierra from Atlanta. She's definitely been in Paris Fashion Week. She's been all over the place just socializing and really getting in tune with fashion and what's hot and what's new. So I'm really excited to see what she comes yeah. up with, you know what I mean? It, it'll be really fun to see. Yeah, a creative director, she can just let her mind run wild. Right. So I think it's going to be good for the brand. And maybe it will help the, like, she can help us get more high fashion with the women. If she right. can go from K's and she can move up the ladder, you mm-hmm. know? Okay. And, you know, I think Jordan, like, you, like it needs to be elevated. Mm-hmm. You know, Jordan is just, like, kind of, like, one noted kind of like you know like track suits and you know the Jordan shoes it's like why don't we have heels jersey dresses mm-hmm. <laughs> right. like, give me something right right so. right Jordan's on the right track I think they've got a, a little bit more to go because I want to see more we, we you know what I mean we need more of that fashion influence of Jordan mm-hmm. even though Jordan is classic it's upheld a name for so long let's see something different let's get some new stuff in there there's so many people designers socialite, that can collab, that can really change the narrative right. for Jordan. So let's see where it takes them. Yeah. I'm excited. And someone else who um, has a really cool new shoe line is... Victor Cruz. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> he has free time now to be a designer, and right. he is collabing with Pierre Hardy on some new shoes. And basically what he's doing is it's not your average dad shoe. Mm. So he's basically taking, like, different eras of his life and bringing that into the colorway like I think he said like 2002 1996 and like 2012 so like those are like monumental times in his life like when it came to fashion so he's bringing that into the shoes Mm -hmm. and um, they're actually pretty cool like normally I'm a little skeptical about like you know people making shoes because shoes are hard you know Mm -hmm. so but his shoes are they're pretty fly I'm not gonna lie Mm -hmm. so and he has time. You have time to be this good designer now. You have time to, like, be actually a designer and, like, be creative. So, mm-hmm. this, yeah, he got something going on. Yeah, he's just been in the public eye recently, lately, since he's been with Karuchi fashion shows. I know mm-hmm. he was front stage at the Blonde uh, New York Fashion Week in 2019. So, I feel like he's getting a little bit more acquainted yeah. with real fashion now. So, 
I mean, he was fashionable when Most he was definitely. playing, like, for, Most for sure, he's always fashionable, so, yeah. but like I said, people that get retired, they can't stay retired, they gotta do something with their mind, right. so this exactly. is a good avenue for him to jump into fashion. Most definitely, and the amazing, fun-hearted Kyrie Irving just, well, not just, but it's been, like, the summer, the shoe of the summer, mm-hmm. he, um, dropped a Spongebob-inspired yeah. tennis shoe, which I think is so fun and so cute. I think it's good to, like, always bring colors or bring, like, like a Spongebob, for example, is something that kids and adults watch, so it's always fun to bring that into something Mm -hmm. that people can buy and, like, you know, have on. Like, everybody likes, you know, when you go to Disneyland, you get a Mickey Mouse shirt, so this is, like, you know what I mean? Like, it's kind of a good thing to transition not just your average colorway or not just your average shoe, so it's fun. It's a good summer shoe, so... Yeah. yeah, people like to be different and stand out, and I think that's what he was thinking about with this shoe. Yeah, and Kyrie Irving, I feel like he's such a young spirit still that he knows how to incorporate millennials and Generation Z now, and, like, everyone is really, everyone, like, just loves Kyrie Irving, so, and his shoes are great, so I feel like the Spongebob collection was something really fun, a great summer ad. Um, yeah, his shoes are, like, amazing. I, I really love them. I don't even, re- I don't wear them, but they're just, they're still cute. Like, if I play basketball, like, I would want to wear them. There's so many different designs, so many different colors. I love that he has fun with it, and I feel like that's what we need in fashion. You yeah. have to have fun. Like, you can do it. Why not? Um, so, now that we kind of talked about, like, different shoes, um, we, we want to get more into players and their personal style because, these people, these players have money, okay? So they're they're having the they're having stylists reach out to them, designers, brands, new designers that wanna want them to just wear their stuff, which I feel like is a smart move. And NBA players aren't just com- even NBA players or um, NFL players or MLB players. They're not just wearing your suits anymore yeah. when they're walking in for a game. They're not all the time business casual. Sometimes we see them in a suit. Sometimes we see them all gucci'd out. Sometimes you see them in some off-white by Virgil Abloh. You know, you never know. Never so, um, we wanted to talk about who we thought was our swaggiest player of this episode. Mm-hmm. And, of course, we had to start it off with the swaggiest of them all. He is, he goes for it. He doesn't care, which I love. Being an athlete, sometimes we put projections on them on how they need to look, how they need to dress. And he, he goes above and beyond that. He does his own thing. He has fun. And I think that's amazing. And our Swaggy's player of the week is Russell Westbrook. I think he's, like, so phenomenal. Right. He dresses. Like, mm-hmm. he does not care what people think. Mm-hmm. He always, he knows that he's going to be, like, seen. So he makes sure that you're going to see him. Mm-hmm. And I think you never know what you're going to get when he, like, walks right. <laughs> into the locker room. Right. So it's always good to see. Like, sometimes he has some Daisy Duke shorts on and, and, and a tropical shirt. Like, mm-hmm. he just came back from Maui. And I right. think that that's what people are like, okay, he did it. I could do it. You know right. what I mean? Sometimes he got a large satchel on his side. You don't know what you're going to get from him right. when it comes to fashion. And I think that that's what the players are doing now. They're making statements, and I love that they're going for any designer, new, old, like, expensive, not expensive. You know, people can buy what they're wearing, and like, oh, that's a new hot designer. Oh, what's he wearing? And I think that that's really good. Yeah. Um, I, like I said, Russell, he, he, he does it. He, for me, he just is so fresh and so new, 
And I feel like he really is setting not just a, a trend, but he's setting a statement to everyone to wear what you want to wear, be who you want to be. Yes, I play basketball, but I can look how I want to look and represent myself the way I want to be represented. And I feel like sometimes in fashion, we feel like we all have to be constrained to one look or one right. certain way for things to be professional. But when you have that outlet, why not? That's the cool thing about your platform and your notoriety is that you can go out and wear whatever you want right. to wear. So we're still excited to see. And oh my God, he's had a new team, so you probably he might be like doing some new stuff this year. Right, season. he might be crazy. Right, so <laughs> we gotta look out for it. Right, right. Well, Russell Westbrook, you are Fusion Sports flaggiest player of this episode, and we can't wait to see what else you bring to the table. We need to see more collabs with you. I want to see you design some stuff. Right. Like, you know, like, some shoes. Like, that would be dope, for dope. sure. Yeah. Like, every, anything he does, like, maybe he just doesn't want to, like, give you that just yet. So right. So he's like, no, I'm going to, like, keep you guys waiting for right. like, everybody's looking out for it when it comes. You might want that championship first. Right. Who knows? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, that was our fashion segment of Fusion Sports. We'll be right back. We're back with Fusion Sports. Now, earlier we talked about this, and it's super important. This is impactful. This is going to change the culture. This is going to change the name of sports. Like, we really have to get deep into this because this is major news, and I believe the biggest thing kind of that's happening in all media right now, not even in just sports, but in media, through music, through news, through history, it's a lot going on right now. Like I said earlier, um, reports have been, been speculating about Jay-Z and him actually becoming an owner for an NFL team. And I don't, I don't want to speak too soon. I know, I feel like that's how everybody's like kind of playing, like they don't want to put their full opinion into it yet, right. they're, nobody's sure what's right. really happening. Right. How I feel about it, my personal opinion, I'm I'm like I'm leveled. 50% of me is excited because to have the first African American NFL owner is amazing in so many ways. But then it's then we also have this part where it's like, wait, are we supporting Colin Kaepernick still? Is this yeah. a good thing or a bad thing? Is this a change that we want? Is this with him if he actually decides to own a team? Will this help change the game for um, NFL players um, and making an impact? <clears throat> Excuse me, with making an impact and making a change, um, or will he just kind of be an owner and not really have any changes? I personally don't see Jay Z doing right. that, but we don't know. Me neither. So I think, I think when there's always an issue, you want to have some way to change it, and right. I feel like. That's why I'm for it. I know you're 50-50 about it. Right. I'm for it if okay. I have to speak on it because right. you want to be the change. You want somebody in there to help change it. I don't see, like you said, I don't see Jay-Z just sitting there right. like, I own a team. Like, yeah. you know, I feel like he's going to get in there, get things done, um, really push for what Colin Kaepernick it stands for. And I think that that's what we need. I think mm-hmm. that's what the NFL needs regardless of, the backlash that he might receive or the controversy. There's always going to be controversy when you have something that you're doing, but I feel like Jay-Z is a positive person and he doesn't, like, halfway do things. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. I feel like this is a smart move and he's calculated and that's why he is going after the NFL. Mm -hmm. So I'm all for it. I I do understand the downside of it and, Mm -hmm. like, where people could, like, have some like hesitation about it but I'm for it I think he's gonna 
be really a good advocate mm -hmm. in the NFL and being an owner, being a top, like your voice is heard. You mm -hmm. own something. You own a piece of it. You can sit at the table with the big dogs and have a voice. Right. And that's what we want. Yeah, most you definitely. Know? Yeah, most, you, we definitely want that. It, we definitely want that um, within with the NFL and everything that has been going on because we're not heard, we're not seen, and it's been so... I'll just say strategic on who they place in the NFL to keep things going a certain way and to not really have a lot of things or a lot of progression going on within the organization. So I am for it. Um, the only reason why I'm a little iffy is because Eric Reed from the Panthers kind of spoke on it um, to the media about it and he called it despicable. Yeah, see, that's, again, he's like losing sight. Like, you want to go to war and battle with these people, but you have to have somebody in there mm -hmm. to be your leader for that, to be your voice. So mm -hmm. I don't understand why it'd be despicable if now you have an outlet. Mm -hmm. Now you and Colin can go talk to Jay-Z and be like, these are the points we're trying to get across. See, that's where I find interesting because for him to make that statement um, and to be so strong, or to be so strongly about it, it just makes me wonder, like, how Colin feels about it because right. I know Colin and Jay-Z has been in conversation mm -hmm. and Jay-Z has definitely been in support of right. um, Colin this whole time and I know Colin and Eric are really good friends so I don't know if that is um, Eric's own opinion or if that is how Colin is feeling. for the both of them. Exactly. Yeah. So that's where I find interesting but I know there's a strategic plan to this and I know that Jay-Z is doing this for the culture and to change the dynamic um, when it comes to the NFL because the regulations and the, the everything that kind of goes on in the NFL is very iffy. So um, this does bring a lot of change and we at Fusion Sports are interested to see how this pans out. We hope for the best and that this brings a positive impact and a different change and a new wave and a new era to sports, collaborating with music. I feel like everything nowadays is just all in one, which yeah. I love, you know what I mean? Why can't why can't rappers be in the league? You know what I mean. Everybody right. own feel, own a team. I feel like everybody know? has like that high school dream. Like you play football. Like so, this is them like right. still reliving it. You <laughs> right. know, however yeah. they do it. You know, because yeah. I go to twenty four hour fitness and those guys are out there like they on <laughs> they were being recruited. So right. it's like everybody wants to be a part of something, and exactly. it doesn't matter how you get your foot in the door as long as it's in there somehow. Exactly. As long as you're making a positive. And at Fusion, that's what we're about. We want to make this everything. Um, thank you so much for this uh, amazing episode. You're amazing. You're um, amazing. You guys. <laughs>